This is episode number 84 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, friends. Jesse here. Before we get into today's To Birth and Beyond podcast episode, I wanted to let you know that I have a free, brand new, totally done for you freebie that is available for you to download in the show notes of today's episode. It is called the postnatal consultation form. And it is the consultation form I've been using with post-pregnancy clients for years in my business when I bring a new client into my coaching practice. So it is ready for you to use in your business, in your practice with initial consults or client intakes with postpartum people and moms. 55 questions to help you inquire about sensitive information in a compassionate manner on topics such as pregnancy and infant loss, pelvic health, pelvic floor function, relationship to their body image, their mindset around exercise and foods, their pronouns, their gender identity, their values from their culture, race, and more. You can go to the link in the show notes today to get the postnatal consultation form or go to jessiemundell.com slash consult to download it now. And you can start emailing it off or printing it off to the postpartum people in your business if you are an exercise professional, a coach, a physiotherapist, a physical therapist, or any health practitioner who works with postpartum people. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell, and I'm so excited that you're back. Yeah, it's Anita Lambert. I'm excited to be back with the podcast. Um, I had a little bit of a summer break. It was needed. I had a lot uh, going on. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, just thanks for being so understanding, and you did an awesome job. So many great episodes, and yeah, I'm excited to be back and chat and do more, do more episodes. Yes, yes, good. Um, it was, we had obviously some great episodes on the time that you're gone, but it's so nice just to be able to chat with you because it's just a different experience, you know, or like, it's just like so comfortable talking with you versus someone you don't know as well, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to have you. And this episode that we're going to do today, motherhood is hard. It's somewhat related to why you were taking a summer break. So I'm sure we'll talk about that too. Mm -hmm. But what we wanted to talk about specifically today is that, yeah, motherhood is hard. And mainly why we wanted to have this episode was because Of course, we want to have honest conversations about our experiences through motherhood. And secondly, having this conversation without needing it, needing to preface it with, 
I love my kids, but, or I love my kids and anything really related to feeling shame or guilt with talking about mothering being hard. Because I think that's how we see this conversation happening a lot, or at least I do on social media. And when I hear people in my community or friends talking about it, it is like we don't want to, we, we are okay admitting that mothering is difficult for us, but then we feel like we need to list all these other reasons why we're so grateful to be moms and that we love our kids so much and then we have it easier than some other people and all of that stuff can be true and mothering can still be really hard Mm -hmm. yeah no I totally agree it's um I mean I catch myself doing this or I'll hear other people do it and I'll say you know don't worry like you like I know you love your kids or you know I know that what you're saying has nothing to do with you know, how much you love them and that, but yeah, I find myself doing, saying it but in different ways, but like, I just, it's this mothering, I don't know what it is. It's almost like a reflex. I feel like that we all, how we talk about it. Um, so yeah, it's good to have the conversation. So people know, like, it's okay. You don't have to preface what you say with something about your kids because we all know you love your kids. Yeah, totally. Okay, before we start, I want to read this quote from a post from Toy Marie on Instagram. Highly recommend you follow her. I believe her pronouns are she, her. But it just, it really hit me. The way she speaks about mothering, I love so much. It is so honest and so real. Um, So let me read this and then we'll get into our conversation a little bit more. So Toy says, I am really still trying to make peace with motherhood, my motherhood, this version of motherhood. I don't feel like my mother, my version of motherhood is the IG mother picture perfect version because I still question it. Every day I question it and it questions me. I feel conflicted and at odds with motherhood. I feel consumed by motherhood and I want an out, but there isn't one and I'm not supposed to say that because I'm a mother after all and mothers love motherhood. But my truth is that I don't love being a mother. I love my sons deeply and I would give my last breath for them. But at my core, I don't love mothering. Or maybe it's just that I don't love this mothering, this self-sacrifice type of mothering that is stuffed down our throats, this mothering that wants nothing more from me than to be a mother, this mothering that wishes to erase the other parts of me, this mothering that is created when men have such an easy out from fatherhood that it makes women both mother and father. And there is more to this post and I recommend you read it, but it's just so beautiful and so painful all wrapped into one. So let's talk about this. What in mothering feels hard for you right now? Uh, I feel like it's the juggle. Um, A lot of people have asked, especially since having Jack, so since having my second, what's changed or what's most challenging and I feel like it's juggling everything so it's juggling time with both kids time with one kid alone time time with my husband time with the family all together and still feeling like myself and doing things that uh I guess bring me joy even before I had kids that I can still find ways to fit in now so it's Yeah, it just feels kind of like a juggling act a lot of the time. So I feel like 
it's hard because there's 24 hours in a day and some of that is meant to be sleeping. Um, and so I, I feel like that's what's hard. And I feel like with my first one, like with Pippa, it's like, it's definitely a big change and you figure out how to juggle that way. And then every time you introduce a new child, it's, it's kind of like a new beginning of trying to figure that out. So I would say for me, that's what it is. And what I know can happen is then my patience gets pushed faster. Um, I feel like also energy at the end of the day is just gone sooner um, than before. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's constantly trying to figure out how to juggle it, but how to kind of get a bit of that back. Like, how can I have a bit more energy by the end of the day? How can I, you know, have my patients not be pushed as easily? But then you realize your kids are also constantly changing. So then that adds another element to it. So, um, yeah, I don't have an answer at all. But I would say for me, it's juggling all of that. Yeah. Is what's hard. Totally. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. I'm just nodding along to all this because I relate to it so much. Do you feel like this, like the energies that you feel, the depletion that you feel is similar to how you felt with Pippa when she was younger or does it feel totally different now with two? Uh, it feels, to me, it feels different. I think just because there are more people needing your energy and there's more people I want to give it to. Like, I think that's the kind of tug of war because I'm like, Jack is like such a happy baby. And like, we're so excited. He's part of the family and he, he does take energy. And he, I'm also finding is way more active, way more curious than Pippa was. So that's a different type of energy. Like he, it's a more of a physical energy with him. Um, I'm finding that... <laughs> <laughs> it takes and I can see how that's just going to continue as he grows um so yeah I would say it definitely feels different but also I think other aspects of my life have changed so even my professional life has changed since when I had Pippa I was starting my new practice um after I gave birth to her so that was kind of a lot of energy going towards that and that's different where I am now that I've I have an established practice and building more of an online um, side of my practice. So it, that's also a different kind of energy. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think the line that hit me so hard in what Toy said was this self-sacrificing version of motherhood that we have grown into that has shifted, that has changed. And of course, for so many so many reasons. Of course, we live in a patriarchal society and we've had that conversation many times on the podcast and we'll continue to. But the self-sacrifice, and I have noticed that so much through this second round postpartum too, is that earlier in postpartum, I felt like I didn't want to be mothering as much throughout the day. And when it was just steel, our oldest who's four, I didn't feel that way with her until she was probably a year and a half until she was having one nap a day. And then I was like, I need to get out of this place more often. 
but with two, one kid that doesn't nap, one kid that was younger and napping multiple times a day, just the energy of being needed so much, like I just needed myself. I wanted to just just take care of me much sooner this time around postpartum. So that has been interesting for me, but I think just this general feeling of wanting to work more earlier on postpartum and just wanting to like give back to myself, take care of my own needs, my own energy much sooner this time around postpartum, which has been a big old lesson in boundary setting and being direct and really catching my people pleasing nature, which um, I'm really good at and is not helpful to anyone, including myself. So I just feel like yeah, self-sacrificing, like that word, that line hit me so hard in reading that and noticing that that's how it is felt. Mothering has felt like that for me so much. And I think we're conditioned to believe that that's what mothering is. And uh, I still believe that. I still tell myself that story so much and I don't like it. I don't want to live like that. And Randy and I, my husband and I have this conversation all the time just about the differences in being a father and being a mother in our family and there are such big differences that result and he is around a lot of the time and still like I feel so much worn out from parenting than he does and again we talk through this stuff always it's such a big topic trying to find equity in this parenting relationship that we are engaged in we don't have answers today. I don't think it's just like cathartic to speak through. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. And I know something we did want to talk about too is uh, kind of mothering and business and that side of things. And if you're listening to this and I mean, everyone is going to come from a different place. I know we have a lot of stay-at-home moms who listen. We have people who are employees who listen, who are self-employed. So everyone's going to come to this from a different spot. But I'm curious, Jess, how you felt kind of, yeah, after Steele and then now after Theo, kind of what are the differences in how you're feeling kind of bringing those two worlds together, business and mothering? Mm-hmm. So with deal I felt I felt like I was able to keep up with my business a a decent amount of the time because she was a good sleeper honestly that was probably the biggest reason she was a consistent napper she slept 12 hours a night from 12 weeks old so I was able to really like stay on top of things and grow the business and focus there Um, without taking much time away or without having much childcare time. Of course, I knew that was going to change significantly with bringing Theo into the family. And it already had because Steele had stopped napping before we had a second baby. So things were different. Um, But yeah, having a second baby has just been really tricky work-wise. And I you know, obviously have fallen back into this pattern of my business time happening in the margins of my day. So earlier in the morning or later at night, for me, it's basically always later at night because waking up earlier than my kids is very difficult for me or at nap time now because Theo naps one time a day. 
for me, just the resentment that I have felt in needing to fit my passions into the margins of my day has been real with both of them. Like just so frustrating to feel like my husband gets to go do his work at set times and like be fully engaged in it. And then for me, I'm like flip-flopping back and forth with my brain space all day long. And the truth is that I love this freedom of being able to do that. Like I value this the most. And so there's things I love about it. And there's just things that are frustrating about it. Like sometimes a lot of the time and much earlier, as I was mentioning postpartum this time, I just wanted and needed to take more chunks of time sooner to do my work versus the first time around postpartum. And again, I think that, you know, it's a combination of things, but mostly it's just that I wanted to be alone by myself and my work is done alone by myself. So it is like glorious to be able to do that. Um, yeah. What are you, what have you been feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, feeling lots of things <laughs> over the, since Jack's now nine months, just turned nine months. Um, I feel like it's been a constant change and I know our circumstances are a bit different. Um, because technically like I am currently on maternity leave, um, which means I do get some, uh, small income, uh, through public money, through the government um, that people do in Ontario. And so my husband is the one bringing in income currently. So it is, it's different. Um, But I, even when I was off with Pippa and it was the same situation, like I always, I do want to continue working. It looks different. I'm not in the clinic with clients right now and I will be uh, in a couple months, but when I'm not in the clinic and I'm on mat leave, there are still work passions that I have. Like I can't just say see you later for the amount of time I'm off. And so this time I've been working on an online course and so many things have come up like that can be frustrating. I, the lack of sleep, like we're not sleeping through the night right now. Um, it's definitely better than it was a few months ago. Um, but a few months ago when I realized I needed a break from the podcast and a few other projects I was working on was because the lack of sleep, it just took me so much longer to do things and to focus and to, to concentrate was such a challenge. And so I think that's what's been frustrating, whereas something that I know should take me 20 minutes, half an hour to do will take me like two hours because of the focus and concentration Uh, it takes to do it with lack of sleep, but just with your mind, there's just so much going on. Um, So I think that's what's been the most frustrating. It continues to get better. And I know a year from now, it'll be completely different again when we're in a new stage. But um, that's what's, I think, been the most um, challenging. And I don't feel like there's necessarily a lot of other people who understand what I'm doing. Uh, because it's not traditionally physio like people think well if you're not in the clinic then you're not doing work or you're not working on projects with your um, profession so I think that's been a challenge too that it's not uh, not always understood by others what I'm doing so yeah yes yeah people probably assume that you're 
daily life looks like taking care of the kids and centering their needs. And there's stuff for you that is so important in that too. Yeah, I can definitely relate. One other thing that I'll touch on on this is that I'm the higher earner in our family. And uh, I have, I have had to do a lot of mindset work around that this time around. Um, And in full disclosure, my income has decreased over the last year because I had a difficult pregnancy and having a baby is a lot of fucking work, especially when you have another kid at home too. So I've had to check my thoughts around that a lot and why it is that I want to be making like particular amounts of money, like what that really means for me and my family and our life, what that feels like, what I want that to feel like. And also like, shit, I grew a human, birthed it, recovered from that, fed it from my body, fed it however I fed it. I've been doing all of that and continuing to build a business. I mean, like that feels so, like I have a real deep sense of pride around that. And I see you in this too. And it is incredibly difficult work and not to diminish anyone else's work who perhaps isn't doing professional work and is spending their entire time taking care of children. That is so freaking hard. And that's not what I want my life to look like because mentally and emotionally, I cannot handle that. Um, you, you all are saints who are staying home full-time, taking care of children. It's such immensely difficult work. So I think that for me, it has just been, you know, like what Toy said, like questioning what your version of motherhood looks like and who, who do you, who is this for? Why do you want it to look a certain way? Is it for you? Is what you believe the expectations of mothers to be? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I question things all the time. I question my thoughts all the time and expectations in society and culture all the time. So that's what I've spent a lot of time thinking about this time postpartum and my mothering. What would help motherhood feel not so hard for you, do you think? <laughs> uh, this kind of goes along with mothering and business. Uh, We were chatting about this before. It seems not directly related to motherhood, but actually having uh, more help in my business. So uh, getting a VA uh, is definitely on my list for the new year because that that will definitely help. I feel like there's always things on my mind that I need to get done whether it's preparing to go back to the clinic or with the online side of things I'm working on. And I'm like, there's times where I'm like this, I shouldn't be doing this right now. Like this is not the best use of my time. Um, And so that actually would make mothering easier for me. Um, That I've come to learn over, over mat leave. Um, yeah, that, uh, that would be kind of the main thing to come to mind. I'm definitely uh, thankful this time I have uh, my parents are a bit closer, so they're able to help uh, a bit more, which is fantastic. Um, my husband, Andy, recently um, is in the same profession but has a different job, which means he's not uh, commuting nearly as often, which is 
which is great. So there's so many differences this time around with that kind of support, which is, which is great. So I think for me, it's figuring out um, some other ways to help that may not be directly related to like the family or the kids, but outside resources, I guess. What about you, Jess? Well, it's perfect time for this question because right now we are in our hometown and we are surrounded by family in our real life (laughs) back in Calgary. We have no family close by and it wasn't something that we noticed too much with one kid, but now with two kids, it feels very, very difficult. Like the daily, the daily life feels like a slog a lot of the time when it's Randy and I taking care of both kids by ourselves and all our childcare is paid for and there's no one to step in in a pinch really if we need someone. So we're here in our hometown for the month of September. It's the fourth year that we've done this and it's shocking how much easier parenting feels with people who are around to help as much as you might need them. And that is our extremely lucky situation while we're here. My parents are a two minute walk down the road. They're both retired. My sister and her boyfriend help out a ton as much as they are able. Randy's family is around as well. What I notice is that how lonely it feels to parent by myself a lot of the time again when we're in our real life at home I think that that is like the striking difference that I feel when we are then surrounded by other people I enjoy my kids way more when there's other people to help out which makes a lot of sense because there's someone to help entertain and diffuse situations and it's just way more enjoyable so what would help make motherhood not so hard if I could not mother so often by myself, honestly. I think that is the big one. And that a combination of things, taking more time away to work in my business and having other people to like be near to parent and to help take care of our children. Last question. Does fatherhood feel this hard for your husband? Yeah, that's a good question. I should I should be more direct in asking him that. I know there are some things that, that do come up. Um, I I mean, I definitely have seen that there's there still is definitely a difference in what we both experience. The fact that he, um, you know, goes to work and whether he was in his old job or current job, like he gets to go to work and kind of not leave his responsibility, but his focus is somewhere else for those eight hours or however long it is, um, and then gets to come back. Whereas I feel like with um, being home with them, there there isn't that. So I there are definitely parts where I don't feel like that he necessarily always understands or is as hard for him. Um, I would say, and... <laughs> It's interesting with sleep because I've gotten used to the lack of sleep. Um, And there are times where he can help more with that, particularly on weekends when he's not working the next day. Um, And I do notice that when he is up, uh, it hits him harder um, because he's not used to it. Uh, 
So that's, that's always an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, I do this every day. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's interesting because the, I would say the whining, my daughter, who's now like three and a half, and she's at a fun age that you can have, like, the conversations you can have are, they, they can surprise you. I feel like some stuff she says, I'm like, oh my gosh, um, like you sound so grown up, which is great and sad at the same time. Um, but when she starts to whine, it definitely gets to him that it, and it's one of those things too, where, you know, at that age, like they, they can use their words. They can, you know, we ask her to, you know, tell us what you mean, tell us how you're feeling and that. And when it gets to the whining point, <laughs> both of us, uh, are just like, oh, come on, this doesn't really need to happen. And I noticed that that does, that hits him too. <laughs> yes, that's totally the same with Randy. The whining is like the thing that puts him over the edge. Yeah. I meant to ask Randy this before we got on. So I'll just speak for him <laughs> answering this. But I feel like he would probably say that the parenting work is harder on me because I parent more often. So thus it's going to be harder on me. He has definitely experienced that fatherhood is more difficult on him having to now because just the breaks that we were able to take are lesser. What I find so interesting about this thing, though, is that he is so much better at me than setting boundaries in his life about the time that he needs to take care of himself. Um, and I could really learn some things for that. So those are the things about our relationship that make me frustrated when I need to be doing that too. So I think ultimately, yeah, parenting is more, is more difficult on me and it has been for the last four years of having children. And like I said earlier, it's something that we are constantly working towards equity in. Um, and also it's like my own internalized misogyny that I've had to do a lot of work on through this parenting and mothering journey. Mm -hmm. You know what? This stuff is just so challenging. Being in partnership and parenting children together it is like the hardest personal development work I've ever done. <laughs> okay, so I think that's it for today. Motherhood is hard. Parenthood is hard. These are the truths. I don't think that Yes, you love your children and you don't have to love mothering. Maybe you don't love it ever. Maybe you don't love it in this stage. Maybe the next stage you're going to love. I think it is just something that we have been conditioned to believe that we should like and love all the time. And that if we don't, then we should feel some sort of way about. And I just think that that can be how it is and it is okay. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 